smart investors. I'm back. Been gone for a while, but I'm back with the jump off. So I hope everybody had a great holiday. I know I had a long holiday. I traveled a lot, and I hope everybody was able to see family, loved ones are so important. The holidays should be used as a time to relax and just enjoy family and what's very dear and near to you. So it's not a time to spend more than what you have or to try to prove your love with material things because that's not what the holidays are about. All right, jumping straight into it today on Real Estate Renegade Radio. I got a new logo, by the way, guys. Like, I love it. I want you to check it out. It's on my IG page at Your Smart Investor. Um, today, we want to talk about credit worthiness. Credit worthiness and why it is so important for you to have some sense of financial stability. Don't say you got to have an 830 but you need to have something over a 600, okay? Um, we're adults now, we're not in college. Um, we gotta be responsible, we gotta, we have to know that credit is needed, period. It's, and a lot of times you need credit for jobs now. So credit worthiness is, is very important to me because I had great credit all through college and then after college I had to file bankruptcy and I told you a little bit about my story on um, who, who Me, which is my second podcast I recorded on Real Estate Renegade Radio. Um, I never really bounced back from that. And, and it's because I really didn't put in enough effort. I just felt like, oh, I can live vicariously for my family. And even family gets tired of you. So they want you to be responsible too. Not that they will never ever tell you no, but for the fact that I can't be out here doing something that I'm telling, I'm not doing something that I'm telling you guys to do. So I got to take responsibility too. And there are a bunch of different companies that can help. A lot of people know Lexington Law, FES Services. Um, particularly, you can look online and there are ways if you, you know, you just want to do it yourself. And you look online and you find letters that you can write to the bureau. You can go get books from the library and they'll tell you, you know, different things, different types of letters that you need to write to the bureaus to get the bad information off your credit. Now, this is the funny part. If you actually read, some of the books tell you, your argument with the credit bureau is not the fact that you owe it, it's the fact that they need to prove it. Aha, uh -huh. I'm just gonna tell you that because I've done my research, I am an avid reader because that is the only way you're gonna survive in this world is by reading and having knowledge of. I read, in, um, I read online of a gentleman who was mad at the bureaus. He went on a rampage and I actually looked into what he was saying and he's right, you have different law, different regulatory laws that tell you, okay, TransUnion, Experian, Equifax, you guys are paying, these people are paying you to, um, different companies are paying you to keep up with the people that owe them money or who have good standing accounts. And if you guys are just putting anything on the credit bureau, you could probably get slapped with a lawsuit. And people, I'm sure, class action lawsuits have are in effect against some of the credit bureaus because a lot of people are getting pissed off and they're like, look, you got to prove that this is mine. You can't just believe. It's always a he say, she say game. So I'm just going to tell you, in my experience, that I've done my homework, I wrote my letters, and I realized that some of this stuff the bureaus can't even prove. And amazingly, like five to six things came off my credit report. That's just with me writing letters. So imagine what can happen if you actually write multiple letters and you send multiple letters repeatedly to the credit bureaus. Imagine some things that would just fly off the board. So 
The next thing um, I want to talk about is when it's needed and when it's not needed. So, of course, every day you're just chilling. You probably don't need your credit. But guess what? You go to get an apartment, you need your credit. Like, eviction, evictions are not cute. Hello. Like, at this age, I mean, I know I'm 36. No, you may not have no eviction on your credit. Like, it's, that's not cool having to call up a family member or a friend asking them can they co-sign for you to lay your head down somewhere. Now, at the end of the day, that's one thing that got me together all the way together mentally was like, what I look like calling my girlfriend and my mom and dad say, hey, can you co-sign for my apartment? Like, I, luckily, my credit was, because I don't have any evictions, my credit was good enough for me to get somewhere to live. And I just, I'm thankful to myself every day that I walk in my house and I'm like, this apartment, when the bill comes, it has my name on it. And it's not like my mom and then, you know, to the attention of me. So that's something that I fight with because I'm kind of like a control freak. I want to make sure that I have certain things done a certain way in my life so I can feel comfortable and confident and like an adult. Like, you just want to feel like an adult sometimes. Uh, when it's not needed, it's funny. You don't need your credit in real estate, actually. You really don't. A lot of creditors, um, excuse me, a lot of hard money lenders are not running your credit. They're basing it off your property because guess what? They'll just take your property. If you slip up and don't make your payments or you don't keep your insurance up to date, they'll just say, okay, no problem. You know that clause that's in your security deed that says if you stop making payments or if you're in default, we'll just go ahead and foreclose on you. And they will foreclose on you. Not only will they foreclose, you got to watch the way you sign too. A lot of times they're making you sign for your company and individually. Now, you know what that means. They're going to come for your property and whatever they can't get out of your property, they're going to get out of you personally. And here we go back to credit again. So if you don't have good credit, you probably say you don't care, but you have to because these creditors, these hard money lenders, they've been there, done that. They're smart. They'll attack, they'll attach onto anything that you have. It could be your taxes that are coming. It could be you could win the lottery. You could have a settlement from a car accident. And they'll put a garnishment out there in your name under your social security. And guess what? When that rolls through the system and they spot that, you won't be getting a check or you won't be getting all of your check. So you guys got to be very, very, very aware of what you're doing um, with your credit. Because like I said, you can't let your 16-year-old little cousin have better credit than you when you've been on this earth. Like 16 years long in her, okay? So... Who can help is like the next point I want to talk about. I stated, you can help yourself, number one. Like, we're talking about, you know, being responsible here for yourself, taking some self-responsibility. So you can help yourself. Educate yourself. Read books. Go to the library. Look online. It's a ton of people right now that I follow on Instagram that say they can help you with your credit. All kind of credit specialists. You don't have to believe everybody, but you got to go somewhere. I personally have used Lexington Law. They were cool. They got some things off. I didn't really care to continue to pay them monthly because I was like, oh, well, if nothing comes off this month or next month, I still have to pay. Yeah, and life, life is like that, right? But that's just my personal opinion. I didn't want to keep paying lessons to mom. But my father used them, and my mother continuously uses them. So, and it's a lot of people. They're still in business. Hello. So, people are using Lexington Law. Um, FES is another one that I have used. Um, I used them recently, last year, 2017. FES was cool. They actually made my credit score go my middle score, which was my Equifax score. After they sent letters to the credit bureaus, my score went up 100 points. So it, it went from like a 530 to a 630, guys. So, I mean, at FES, FES um, on Instagram, at F is in Frank, E is in Ebony, S is in Sam. I work with Tiffany, I believe, and she's at Tiffany Couture's 77 on Instagram. 
at T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E-S-7-7 on Instagram. Uh, really great attitude. I mean, I called her like on a Sunday. I, I, I actually DM'd her and she DM'd me back and like immediately and was like, yeah, we could talk. I was like, wow, this lady has the same work ethics that I have. And that's why I went with her company because I believe in people. When you reach out to somebody and they immediately reach back out to you, they have that same drive to, to stay alive. I mean, like Andre 3000 said, if you don't move your feet, then you can't eat. And it's like check to check. Like, you guys, like, try to listen to some music sometime that makes some sense and you'll kind of get that everybody's in the same boat. I mean, celebrities have bad credit, too. Um, it's, it's funny. I'm going to give you a little story real quick. I'm not going to name a celebrity, but I was approached by um, a girlfriend of a celebrity once and she was asking me, could I help her boyfriend um, get a property? And I was like, okay, I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't do conventional real estate. I'm an investor. So I kind of, even though I'm a real estate agent, she overheard me having a conversation in a nail salon and she kind of was like, well, I just need some help. Um, I need some help. And um, the, the guy that we had been working with, which was the guy's manager, her boyfriend's manager, they had been showing them properties in a county that they didn't like. And I said to myself, well, it's probably based off your credit of what you can afford. He's probably trying to get you the most of your money. So that's, that led me to believe that whatever he got approved for, it wasn't enough to stay within, you know, above half a million. So, I mean, you guys watch these rappers on TV and stuff and they be in the same situation that you are. So just kind of get a little realistic sometimes when you always are using your perception module in your head, believe in everything that you see. You cannot believe that, okay? A lot of times these these celebrities don't even have stuff in their name. It's in a cousin or a mother or a brother, you know, a lover, whoever. Okay, and then what's on your report are called trade lines. So if you've ever had a credit card um, and it's been reported to your um, credit report, whether it's Equifax, Experian, or TransUnion, it's called a trade line. The higher your trade line is, is the higher and the most up-to-date, I will say, because you have to have your trade lines in good standing, meaning if you had an old trade line from years ago and your account has been closed down, that really doesn't help you currently because there's nothing continuously reporting to your credit bureau, okay? I'm not a credit genius, but I'm just telling you, I've been on this road to credit repair for a long time, and I'm just giving you a little bit of insight of where I'm coming from. And I thought 8000 10000 was cool. I mean, when I was in college, I was able to get a $20,000 credit line, and at that t at that point in time, I was just like, oh, crazy, the crazy credit card company, they gave me a $20,000. And I, you guys, when I tell you, I blew that sucker. I blew that sucker like a flat tire. <laughs> I blew that that money. I mean, $20,000 on a credit card in college. I mean, I went everywhere, okay? But it, it, if I can I get $20,000 now? No, I can barely get like $4,000 now, but it'll get better. It's just that I can appreciate, and I know now that when you curate your credit properly, you take care of it, then you're, you're, you're able to get more money, which strengthens your credit profile. And by strengthening your credit profile, you are able to get a whole lot more in life than you would have normally not been able to get. And I don't think that's common sense, but like I just said, I thought 8000 was good. In college, I didn't understand how good 20000 I, I mean, right now, I would give up that 20000 in college if I can have it right now to strengthen my credit. I mean, you could pretty much have a 730. You can walk in anywhere and just get what you want. And that's the norm now. 
Like, if you have under a seven, if you have a seven hundred and six seventy five, you're considered just okay to like companies like Restoration Hardware or uh, let's for say uh, Mercedes Benz. They'll give you a lease, but I guarantee you they won't put you in a. S550 or no S63 with only having $8,000, $9,000, on your credit. Hell, you may not be able to get it with having $20,000 on your credit because they want to make sure they're going to either one, get their vehicle back or two, they want to make sure that you actually have had experience with getting a vehicle that costs this much. So I learned that lesson when I went to Mercedes, um, a year and a half ago, about a year ago, I took my dad up there and um, we applied for a vehicle and they were like, you know what? We are more than willing to give you something else in a smaller class. But at the fact, my father does not have like a $20,000 um, credit limit on, I mean, he has, yeah, he has a $20,000 trade line on his credit. So right then and there, I realized like how important trade lines are. And for, for what I wanted, we weren't able to get it, but we were able to get something smaller. But I'd already had something smaller. I had just turned in a 2012 lease for an SUV. And I knew that if I wanted to get what I wanted, I was going to have to work a little harder. So I went back to the drawing board, you know, and it was a good learning lesson because not even the fact that when I can't get what I want, I feel like I feel like no doesn't exist. And so I'm gonna always go back and try to be better. So the next time around, it becomes a yes. A, a no strengthens me to do better. It makes me go hard. I go crazy on it. Like I come back a totally different beast, like than the one you had before. That when I was in front of you, and now you're like, oh, dang, you came back large and in charge. That's me, and that's how I've always been. So no should never exist in your in your in your mind either. You should always go forward and go for what you want because in life, everybody needs. A customer okay so remember the car dealerships need customers the grocery store needs customers I think 80% of this world still runs off customer service I mean last time I checked when you call to pay your bill you get somebody on the phone right all right that's customer service you're not 100% speaking to a computer so just remember when people are telling you things that sometimes what they're telling you is gonna help you not hurt you like a lot believe me they want to sell a car too I didn't look at it as me being mad at them I looked at it as like okay go back to the drawing board get your credit together because you know you're not using your own credit anyway. You ain't trying to get a car off your daddy's name. And I mean, if I was Paris Hilton, that's something totally different. But I'm not. I'm just regular old Danielle. So I need to get my credit game up because it doesn't make any sense in 2018. Or at that point, it was 2016 to, to not be able to get what you want. So, all right, guys. Now it's time to go into our sponsorship. The people that pay our bills. All right, for our sponsorships today, we have at front row underscore. That's at front row underscore on Instagram. They have dope, sexy clothes. I love this clothing line for women because it turns like a regular sweatshirt into something eye-catching, which was like, oh, just a sweatshirt. If it was sold somewhere else, but here it's like, oh, gosh, look at that girl with that sweatshirt on. Everything is just really, um, it's really different. It's really unique. Um, I haven't seen any of our stuff anywhere else. So honestly, I think you need to go check out at front row underscore on Instagram right now. Next, we have at Slate, and that's at S is in Sam, L is in Love, A is in Apple, underscore, T is in Thomas, E is in Edward. And this at Slate. Join the jewelry tribe today. You are late. This company has been, this company is so throwback. It is so, so, so like welcoming to see like I'm an 80s baby so seeing the big big chains and 
the diamonds and the earrings and having the huge little rings that go on your finger to have things spelled out. I love it. I mean, her motto is to curate and collect. And I love her, her, her jewelry line. Now, I'm not good with jewelry because I break my pieces of jewelry, but people that take care of that stuff, go check her out. It's a lot of celebrities wearing her stuff. She's been featured in many different magazines. She has delicate pieces. She has rough pieces. Um, and she has one-of-a-kind pieces. She actually creates the jewelry herself. So please go check Slate out. We also have Nyla Elise. Nyla Elise on Instagram is at Nyla Elise Clothing. The cool North Carolina company that's made in the backyards of somebody's house. Go check him out. I'm sure he has something dope for the holidays. He actually had a really dope, like, Santa Claus, but it was like Santa Claus with a beard. You know, the beard game was really big in 2017. So check out Santa with the beard. It's kind of cool. I actually have a sweatshirt. Cop it today. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to our sponsors for today. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Hey guys, we're back. It's really just me, so I'm back. So <laughs> anyway, let's wrap up what we discussed in the first part of the show. <clears throat> Correcting mistakes on your report, um, on your credit report, that is, with letters. And remember, the companies that you would like hire, they can't they can only assist in correcting this stuff. Like you're the ultimate person that will create better financial habits to make your credit better. I mean they can't be you. They can only help you. So help yourself first. Um, there's no other way. Um, there's no other way to take accountability for your actions, but you just admitting like today that you got bad credit and you need to fix it. I mean, I had to do it. I mean, I wasn't. I'm not ashamed of my credit because I actually have cash. But when I use that mentality when I go to the car dealerships or whatever, and I can't get what I want then it just makes me think like cash is king but so is that credit so credit is queen i mean it goes hand in hand right so you can't really be running nothing with bad credit like straight up so just remember that those, those letters that you would send out it kind of explain what your credit rights are by law and that the credit bureaus have to abide by those or eventually if you continue to send them letters and they don't want to abide by them then they can get sued and a lot of times they don't want to get class action lawsuits. I don't know anybody who wants to get sued like straight up so um, just remember to um, write those letters and um, you can get that information. I already discussed that before. Adopting better financial habits, I already said that. And remember that the credit bureau has to verify these errors that you are telling them that don't belong on your credit report. So if they can't verify it, then they got to take it off, like straight up. And that's what the letters are doing. So I don't think that these other companies are actually, when you like dispute something on Equifax.com, I just don't think that they're, they're, they're going to verify it because the letters verify. If you dispute on Equifax, all they're saying is, oh, I need you to go check with the credit bureau to make sure this is in like my name. And the credit bureau says, oh, yes, hers. And then the dispute comes right back on your credit. Well, that was a waste of everybody's time. So that letter should be better. I mean, it has been for me. So I'm just telling you what I know. All right. Moving on. Why you need to have an emergency fund? You need to have an emergency fund, number one, because what happens if you get a flat tire? Like... If you a single woman and you just dating a guy, I don't know, no guy who's just going to run from his job and, like, change your tire or to come and put gas in your car. I mean, there are certain circumstances that we won't talk about as to why he may come and do that if, I mean, he really needs to. But you got to have some money in your pocket. You can't just be flat broke, ladies. It's not cute. 
thinking you're cute and being broke, like straight up and down. I don't care, light skin, dark skin, Mexican, mixed, white, black, Asian persuasion. Being broke is ugly. <laughs> straight up. You are ugly if you're broke right now. And I'm talking to you. So get your money together. Get your act together. Have some money in your pocket because if you're paying your cell phone bill or if you are paying, if you want, first of all, if you're on Instagram, excuse me. Uh, you should have some kind of accountability in life because you got to pay the cell phone bill to order to be on Instagram. Unless you're just being cheesy, you walking around trying to use free Wi-Fi everywhere you go. So uh, get your get your face together, get your get your whole life together. Okay. So please have a savings. I mean, I see people in Nemes and Sacks here in Atlanta every day walking around buying stuff they cannot afford, and I look at them in the parking lot, and they are either catching a ride or they are jumping in something really whack, like. Uh, I'm not going to say any name. I'm not going to name any cars because some of y'all have money in and you driving this car and then you're going you gonna to feel a certain type of way towards me. But they jumping in stuff that, that costs way less than the shoes they just purchased, which don't make any sense. So if you buy Louboutins, which the average Louboutin costs like $760, but you're... <laughs> you better be jumping in something real fly, okay? I don't care what, who it's made by, but you better be... Or how about this? It better be paid off if you and they're constantly buying Givenchy, Louboutins, and all this type of stuff that you can't even spell, but you're buying. Like, I laugh at, I laugh at people like you because there are guys and they're doing the same thing. And you want to get in somebody's face talk about how much of a boss you are. But I bet you if we pulled out a spreadsheet trying to add up accounts payables and accounts receivable, you'll be operating in the red. So just know perception is whack, guys. Perception is everything because that's the world we live in. But it's whack for you to think that somebody has money because they have on some Montclair or they have on... The newest Fendi, or they have one a Gucci bag. Like Gucci went crazy this last season; it went stupid. But a lot of people who have it cannot afford it. Like straight up and down. And if they your friends, all right, it's time to be honest with your friends. Maybe you don't need to buy that bag. You broke. Like let's work on buying a house, or let's work on trying to get your credit together. And I, my friends have told me that in the past when I was out here trying to buy sleek stuff. But see, I got good friends. Like I'm not even gonna blow my own horn. My friends believe in damage control. We talk about all this stuff before you even try to play yourself. So while you watching these music videos and you you know listening to these Jay Z speeches and you get you know pumped up and amped up and motivated for the moment, my friends make you remember. Okay, well, are you, are we financially literate? Number one, are we like um, debt free? Like these are the things that we got to work towards. My friends are not gonna let me go. And first of all, if I do go somewhere and buy something, I'm ashamed to show them if I know that my bills are due and I have not paid my bills. I'm ashamed. That's the kind of friends you need. They'll be like, excuse me, no ma'am, we need to go over here and work on this. Didn't you just say you needed money to pay off your student loans? Because I know the student loan people were chasing me at one time. It goes for student loans too. Like, that's still my debt. So I have no business buying anything if I can't pay off my student loan debt. And by the way, student loan people are garnishing your checks like hardcore nowadays. Okay, they're going to get like the, um, the child support police. They're going to start locking y'all up in these stores. Um, let's moving on. Okay. So we talked about how I have an emergency fund. I'm not going to talk no more about it because if you don't have an emergency fund and you're over the age of 21, shame on you. Getting late payments removed from your credit. So you can ask, and I've had this issue in the past. I've had uh, my dog died and it was just a really bad time in life. And I was just really kind of late on like all my bills. And I actually asked the creditor, like, can you please take this off my credit? Boom, boom, boom. This is before I really knew like credit law. And they were like, no, we can't do it. If we did it for you, we have to do it for everybody. But they really considered it, but it doesn't matter because now I know they actually can because that was like the first time I was ever late in life. They can take it off. You can ask them, like, if I've never been late as a goodwill gesture, gesture can you please take this off my credit? That's one way. The next way is um, call their bluff. 
make these credit bureaus prove that you were late. And that's not proving by asking whoever, uh, Chase, hey, was she late on her bill? No, they have to actually see the documentation where you were actually late. If they cannot prove it, it's called unverifiable, uh, unverifiable error and it needs to come off of your credit report. But you have to write a letter to make that come off. Um, or you can kind of tell them you got to sign up for like auto draft or auto payments, but I don't know if that's going to work. Let me move on to this. This is a very important subject to me, like filing bankruptcy. You guys, I was trying not to file bankruptcy for so long. Like it was just dragging my credit through like the gutter. And I was just like, I woke up one day and I was like, I'm filing bankruptcy today. Not only did I file once, hello, I filed like two times. Look. I filed so many times that when I finally did have to file my chapter seven for real, my attorney had to go to the bankruptcy judge and ask them for a special hearing because the very third time you file, it has to be out of like either you're retarded, crazy, or you want to go to jail because they look at that as being fraud. And I really had to go in there and tell the judge, like, I was just in a bad place in life mentally. I was trying to save my house. I didn't want my house to go into foreclosure. You know, I didn't have anywhere to live. And he eventually... Um, I got cross-examined by like another attorney, but by that time, the judge was like, okay, we're going to go ahead and let her file. So thank God I was able to file Chapter 7. And it's nothing against people who file Chapter 13 because I'm not paying you no money. I'm just going to be honest. You don't even waste my time giving me the Chapter 13 because I'm not going to go through with it. I'm not going to go through my meeting creditors because I feel like I'm broke. I'm broke now. I'm broke forever. I'm not. I'm broke enough not to pay you. So if you file Chapter 13, if you say you broke, you ain't broke. Why are you working on a payment plan to pay them people their money back? Your credit is still messed up. Hello. So chapter seven and all of it weighs the same. Don't let anybody tell you, oh, if you file chapter 13, it's better. Yeah, right. No, you stupid. Okay. You crazy because my mom filed chapter 13. I was like, mama, why are you paying those people their money back? And it's still going to be on your credit for seven years. But anyway, she paid them back and I was a little bit too young to like really tell her how I felt because I was in high school. But when I got my mind right, I filed chapter seven. Chapter seven comes off in the same amount of time. But I was able to get like offers for cars and stuff. So after I did my, my chapter seven got discharged and I got an offer lied to you by not like two days later, a car company called me and told me I could get a brand new Mustang. <laughs> so chapter seven kind of really goes a lot faster than what you think. And it still comes off. Mine actually comes off, I think the 21st of this month. This is January. So yeah, mine comes off in a few days. Hey. Um, let me see. A couple of things that you want to consider, like when you are filing like bankruptcy, some these are some of the things that may not you may not be able to include in your bankruptcy. Taxes less than three years old, uh, cars and jewelry, pensions, um, any part of unpaid wage earnings, and the judge, I mean the trustee will ask you, are you expecting to come into some money? So if you lie, you will go to jail. Like, if you know you, you hit the lottery and it just hasn't hit your hands yet, or you know you're about to bump into a settlement from a car accident, or whatever, you have a trust and you have other money somewhere, and you don't tell her, mm, you better move out to the U.S. because they're coming for you. Um, child support and alimony, you cannot include. Once again, these are items that may not be considered, may not. I mean, unless you have a super, uh, super casual, fragile, it's yellow doge's attorney. I mean, I couldn't include my student loans, and I was desperately trying um, federally guaranteed student loans, which is the next one, which I already told you that I couldn't include that. So, um, moving on debts due to fraud. Now let me expand on this really quick. Cause I work with a lot of investors <laughs> and I, I work with some really smart investors, guys. And you hear a lot of stuff when you meet different people that are in the same line of work as you. 
Now, I've heard some investors tell me they've owed people money or they've done some fraudulent type stuff and they, you know, they try to run for people and create other businesses and try to uh, get away. But there are ways to find you, even if you go and create another business. Um, there are ways that they can find you and still get your money. This guy told me that he was going to file bankruptcy and I was going to stop the creditor from trying to get his money. And then the creditor's attorney said, and if you do that, we will go to court for the meet the creditors and tell them that it's fraud and that we will still be able to get our money out of you with you filing bankruptcy. And that is true because I just read it to you and it stated, and this was on repairmycreditnow.com and it states as one of the items that may not be considered in bankruptcy is debts due to fraud. Don't play, just pay. Okay, the next one is debts due to drunk driving, which I'm not a drunk driver, so I wouldn't have known that. Um, debts due to intentional injuries. Intentional injuries. So I don't mind going to expand on that because I have a wild imagination. And criminal restitution. I don't know any criminals that file for bankruptcy because um, I just don't know any criminals. I'm not going to expand on that either. Okay, guys, so that's it for today. Just want to talk about um, having credit accountability, um, taking responsibility, just living right. Like, just, it's, gosh, there's no bad credit. I don't want to see nobody with no bad credit. But thank you guys. Email me, investor at gmail. Um, I want you to come on the show, or eventually I'll have like a page where you guys can just send me a bunch of questions on like my Instagram. And if you send me questions on Instagram, believe you me, I will address them. Um, a young lady emailed me um, two days ago telling me she listened to it. I was an inspiration. Look, thank you. That's what I want to be. Like, I just, I'm, I'm really doing this like for free, okay? Because there's nobody that put me up to this. This is supposed to, I was supposed to have done this long, 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 long time ago. And I love the people that I help. And it's not even, there. there is no rhythm to the to the rhyme, like no rhyme to the reason. I think I'm a little introverted sometimes. I say stuff backwards, but you get the point. Just, I'm real. I'm honest. I'm going to say what I want. And that's the reason why I do not clock in on anybody's clock, because I will tell somebody how I feel in a minute. And I can tell myself how I feel for free. So I can just stay at home and I can just talk to myself all day. But this lady um, who emailed me, she said, you know, I've been following you for a while and I really appreciate everything that you have to say. I want to buy my first investment property soon. And I, can you give me some pointers on how I should start with areas? I gave her the information, even though I'm coming out with my book, How to Buy Real Estate with Your Lunch Money. I still stop and help people. Another guy I randomly met while Christmas shopping in Lenox Mall in December. He's like, oh my gosh, I, I listened to your podcast. It, the, the talk about being on your podium, it just really inspired me. I'm getting that glue for my podium right now. And I speak about that on, on um, the podcast called Who Me? And it's because that's what I went through. I had, to, I had to have something to call my own after somebody was trying to take everything that I had worked hard for. And I, I, had, a, I had my imaginary podium. Like, I had to stand up straight. I could never. Like, my mother is a very strong woman because no matter what, you would never see my mother break down in the moment. Like she would just, she just wouldn't. She, I, I've only seen my mother cry like twice. And I think my great, my great grandmother had died, and I think it was just one time she was just trying to punish me, and I was just, I just kept snapping back. Like I got tired of getting whooped. Like what the hell? Like I just got tired of getting whooped with switches. I mean, I, I mean, my family believes in spanking. So one day I was just like, you're not gonna spank me no more. And she just went like, I think she still spanked me. She's like, I'm just tired. Like you know, so. Those are the only two times in life that I've seen my mother cry. But, I mean, 
I just, I'm not a crybaby. And I was like, I fight for it. I mean, I've, I've been a fighter my whole life. I just, I fight, I fight, and I fight. And if that inspires you, please, I am, tell me about it because I am helping you. You are helping somebody else. They are helping a whole movement of people who are silent right now because there are people that are in your situation that are tired of working nine to five, that are tired of going to their part-time job, that have that inspiration inside of them, but they got to know. They just need to hear that word. It's just like you go to church or wherever you worship at. And you want to hear something that is making you just like be liberated. I mean, just like when somebody tells you they love you or somebody does something nice for you, it enlightens you, right? It makes your whole heart like fuzzy inside. Like I love to say people make my heart smile. And that's what this does. My podcast makes my heart smile because I absolutely love what I do. And if out of everything I've been through has not killed me, but I'm still able to stand here in 2018 and talk with every inch of my body, being in great health and wealth and letting people know that there is a rainbow that takes you to a whole land of gold, like, I'm going to keep doing it. So keep listening, keep talking to people, keep telling people, email me, keep emailing me. I love reading things. I love reading, period, but keep emailing me. I will be on my real estate tour this year and I will be coming to your city and I want you to come see me hopefully. I mean, we will be, whatever is available, we will talk in hotels, we will talk in churches. If you have any type of space that you would like to donate to us, please email me that as well or hit me up on IG. Um, I'm on IG like all day, like guys, I watch, I, you know, some funny stuff on Instagram. <laughs> like sometimes at night, I just wonder like, where do you find these people? You can't make some of this stuff up. It's, so I really watch Instagram, so I just laugh myself to sleep at night. But anyway, I'm on Instagram, and I'll get alerts. And um, please continue to talk to me, because I want to talk to you. And I want you I want you all to be millionaires. If you're listening to me, I want you to be great. I mean, I listen to, um, I don't listen to Tony Robbins, but I do listen to Grant Codone, and he is amazing. And I just think that there is always somebody that's been down the path that you wanted to be on, or if you aspire to do something different in life there's always somebody who has chosen to do something later than what they should have i mean i'm 36 and i i haven't hit that moment that moment in life yet where i can just be like i'm glorified and i don't have to work anymore but guess what i work for myself and every day i'm working it doesn't feel like i'm going to a job because it's what i want to do and i'm doing it for me so just remember it's never too late in life like you've been hustling forever like i put something on my instagram page that says You've been hustling for four years and being broke. And all of a sudden, in that fifth year, you just break out. Now, nothing matters. And that is so true. Nothing matters. This is this is another example I'm going to give you. You've been in so many bad relationships, right? And it's crazy how people really can only relate to her, but that's fine. You've been in so many bad relationships. And all of a sudden, this man comes along or this woman comes along and she's everything that you ever imagined, everything you dreamed of. And you get married. All that other stuff don't even matter. You can't even remember the last time somebody hurt you or hung up on you or blocked you or told you don't call them no more or told you, you know, we're, we're probably better off as friends. You don't remember the negative. So live in the positive and know that you the next left you make could be your jackpot. But you got to keep walking to make that left. But if you stop, you're going to still be on the bus. Now, how stupid is that? But So you don't know what's ahead of you. But if you believe in yourself and you know nothing but greatness is ahead of you. So, all right, guys, I'm out. Go flip a house.